0: here, and you're listening to Gun Lawyer. So, you know, New Jersey, it just never ends. And it's important that folks, whether you live in New Jersey or not, pay attention to what goes on. Because New Jersey is the is the experimental state. This is where they try to get things through the legislature first, so they can say, "Oh, we passed it in New Jersey, and look at the great success we've had." And this is how they sell it. And so, what goes on in New Jersey ends up affecting the rest of the country, and then it becomes federal legislation. I mean, if you you can literally see it, and in, uh, in in evolution of certain gun bills. I mean, the first, you know, domestic violence federal became the federal gun ban for domestic violence restraining orders and domestic violence misdemeanor. Well, guess who had that first? New Jersey. You're right. New Jersey did it, and then it became a federal law. And how did it become federal law? Well, guess who sponsored it? New Jersey Senator. Good old Senator Lautenberg, right? No anti-gun law he didn't like. No such thing. And so this is where you see this happen over and over again. So you got to pay attention so that we're ready to to fight it and not let these things slide through. And uh, the anti-gunners have become even more devious in how they sell their evil wares. And we see them doing this in different tactical approaches. So, of course, they always try to find something that can just trigger emotions in people. Because if they start arguing facts, they lose. They can't ever have a factual bill that's actually based on something real, you know, like trying to stop crime or something real, because it has nothing to do with that. But they got to always have the thing to sell it. And so they look for these angles all the time. And uh, anything that they can tag it to to get it through That's what they do. So we see this often, and we see it recently in New Jersey where Governor Murphy is pushing a third wave of a package of anti-gun bills because he just wants to be the darling of the anti-gunners, of course, and the left. And this is part of the approach. And, you know, make sure you go after law-abiding gun owners. Make sure that you focus on those folks who normally are not your constituency, they're your anti-constituency anyway, so you're happy to burn them up and go after them because they're not voting for you anyway. And this is what they do. And this is how they get their red meat that they throw to their folks, and it's also how they exercise more power and more control over us. So in New Jersey, in these bills... There's some interesting things that you we can learn from. There's a proposed 50 caliber ban, so it's a ban on 50 caliber firearms. And because we've gone down this path a couple times before, and we're able to thwart it, they've tried to get even trickier and more sophisticated with how they want to sell it. And this current ban is extremely misleading because what it says is it it, it says it's a ban on any weapon capable of firing a center fire cartridge of a caliber of 50 or greater, except for shotguns. But then it goes on in the language to say that... uh, it shall, which shall include any metric equivalent of 50 caliber or greater that is capable of firing a projectile that attains a muzzle velocity of 12,000 foot-pounds or greater in any combination of bullet propellant case or primer. It shall also include a copy or duplicate of any weapon that is capable of firing projectiles, a projectile that attains a muzzle velocity energy of 12,000 foot-pounds or greater regardless of caliber. And it says it doesn't apply to smoothbore shotgun or rifle barrel shotgun or any shotgun ammunition generally recognized as suitable for sporting purposes by the state. So at first, when you see this, and it has all this jazz about 12,000 foot pounds, it seems to be, well, that would only apply to, and not that this should even be the case, but it would only apply to, you know, the 50 BMG and that kind of a cartridge, right? And not that those should be banned, because absolutely they shouldn't be, but it seems to give the impression that that's all they're going after. But why do they have to put in that it doesn't include a smoothbore shotgun or a rifled barrel shotgun? Well, they put that in because they know that hunters, particularly in Jersey that's primarily a shotgun hunting state because they're too tightly packed for rifle hunting, that it would get hunters upset if shotguns were going to be affected by this. But why is it necessary to say that? Ah, and that's where you see their sneaky, misleading, low-down, dirty trick. And that sneaky, low-down, dirty trick is a comma. That's right, a comma. You see, the way it reads here, it says, any weapon capable of firing a center fire cartridge of 50 caliber or greater, comma, which shall include any metric, blah, 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 blah. So the ban is on any center fire cartridge firing firearm of 50 caliber greater. But what absolutely is included in it are these 12,000 foot pound projectile shooters you see and then we specifically exempt shotgun and shotgun ammo ah because it does cover everything 50 cal or greater and what does that mean well that means your 50 caliber handguns your smith and wesson 500 band your 500 linbaugh band your 50 action express band your 50 cal Desert Eagle, 50 cal Beowulf, banned. Your 500 GNR, your 500 Wyoming Express, your 50 GI, your 50 cal BMG, of course. Your 600 Nitro, your 50 cal or greater Safari rifle. It doesn't matter. You have any Safari rifle and it's over 50 cal, it's banned. Your 12.7 by 55, right? Your European. Metric ri banned. And any antique fifty cal center file rifle, like fifty seventy or fifty ninety sharps, etc. It bans all those and more. As long as it's a center fire. It's banned. Jersey doesn't exempt antiques. Jersey has no exemption for that. It doesn't matter. Well these are super collectible, fantastic firearms of historic value. No, no. They're going to come under this. They're going to come under it, and they wrote it in a way so that at first it doesn't look like they do. And that's their evil at work here, you see. And then as part of this bill, you have one year to pay a $50 registration fee. Isn't that nice? you got to register it. If you don't register within a year... You're forced to have to transfer it to someone who could lawfully have it, like a dealer. Render it inoperable. you got to do that in the year, then. Render it inoperable. And that's not just removing the firing pin. It's removing it and permanently getting rid of whatever part you have and filing a form certifying that you've rendered it inoperable. Or voluntarily surrendering it, just giving it up, where you get no compensation whatsoever. I'm sure you want to turn in your 50 cal guns worth thousands and thousands of dollars, no compensation, just give them up. And then, on top of this, if you have a registered 50 cal, there's no inheritance by your heirs. They bar the inheritance by heirs if you have a registered 50 cal. Now, interestingly, if you have an unregistered 50 Cal, that is still inheritable, but only the registered ones can't be. Now, if you don't have it registered, of course, it's contraband if you have it in Jersey, but if you keep it outside Jersey, then it is inheritable and it doesn't have to be registered. Then they throw in civil liability for registered owners. So if your gun is stolen and used in a crime, they're holding you responsible for that civilly. And they build all this into this ban on 50 cal. And do you know what? I cannot find a single incident, not one incident in the state of New Jersey where the 50 cal was a problem. Not one thing. But why should that matter? It fits their emotional agenda that they want to sell. They have their lies that they're going to put out about it they write the statutory language in this sneaky misleading way so that it is a broad sweep that doesn't seem readily recognizable till you actually look at it and this is this is what they do this is what they do to go after our second amendment rights our constitutional rights and to go after us as law-abiding gun owners who they hate they hate us They are the biggest gun bigots on the planet. They are bigots, is what they are. Bigots against you and me because we believe in our constitutional right to keep and bear arms. And they are nothing less than a bigot. Because this is what bigots do. They put their hate forward and they put it into laws like this and then aggressively enforce it and see that they're Bigotry has force, and that's what we're dealing with. And you need to know that what Jersey puts forward like this spreads like cancer, and it's a cancer on our freedom. It needs to be recognized, and you have to be warned about it and aware of it. New Jersey isn't stopping, of course, with 50-cal ban. They're setting up a handgun electronic ammunition registry. That's another bill. So that dealers have to have an electronic record of the manufacturer of the ammo, the date of the transaction, the type, the caliber gauge of the ammo, and the quantity of the ammunition sold, the name, address, and date of birth of the purchaser. And the dealers get to charge to do this electronic registration database of ammo five dollars per transaction basically five dollars a box of ammo you're gonna end up paying on top of that so you can be put in an electronic registry because you had the nerve to want to buy ammo yeah yeah that's another bill another jersey special in other words they're creating a computer registration database and not just on guns but on ammo as well. And look, there's no way to track serial numbers or anything about ammo anyway. It's just, yeah, you're on record of buying ammo. How does this have anything whatsoever in any way to do with crime? It doesn't, not in any way. It's just bigoted gun owner harassment. Again, this is what they're all about. And there's a package that they put forward To make this happen. When we come back, I'm going to tell you about more things to beware about.
1: For over 30 years, attorney Evan Knappen has seen what rotten laws do to good people. That's why he's dedicated his life to fighting for the rights of America's gun owners. A fearsome courtroom litigator fighting for rights, justice, and freedom. An unrelenting gun rights spokesman. Tearing away at anti-gun propaganda to expose the truth. Author of six best-selling books on gun rights, including Knappen on Gun Law, a bright orange gun law bible that sits atop the desk of virtually every lawyer, police chief, firearms dealer, and savvy gun owner. That's what made Evan Knappen America's gun lawyer. Gun laws are designed to make you a criminal. You're listening to Gun Lawyer with attorney Evan Knappen. Available wherever you get your favorite podcasts. I am a lawyer. I am a lawyer.
0: Hey folks, welcome back to Gun Lawyer. Thanks for being a listener. I really appreciate it. Make sure you tell your friends. Listen to Gun Lawyer and subscribe to gun lawyer wherever you get your favorite podcasts you can check us out at www.gun.lawyer so we are talking about how new jersey and the anti-gun bigots are after us and after our rights and proposing new laws with all kinds of sneaky provisions in it to go at us but i also see their attitude and their agenda come forward, even in the courts, and even in the enforcement and prosecution of these anti-gun laws. And sometimes it is just mind-boggling to see the degree that they will sink to go to. I, I received a letter from uh, from a listener. He said it's from Ron said, hi, Mr. Knappen, thank you for all you do for the citizens of NJ. Without you, we probably wouldn't have them, or at least banning by obfuscation because non-lawyers can't figure out the statutes. I attended a talk you did in South Jersey. You had mentioned that a CEO of a pharmaceutical company had an MSR with a stock that was not pinned enough. Could you mention that in a future podcast and if any case law happened to address this, thank you and have a great holiday season. Well, thanks for the letter. And yeah, that's an interesting situation in a case and it goes to what I'm talking about here. In this case, I had a client who was charged with unlawful possession of an assault firearm. Now in New Jersey, Assault firearm is a very serious charge. It's so serious that it's mind-boggling how serious it is. It is a crime of the second degree, which is felony level in Jersey, you know. There's four levels of crime in Jersey. First degree, second degree, third degree, fourth degree. First degree, you know, is for murder. Second degree is below the first. Well, that's where they put possession of assault firearm. Then you have third-degree and fourth-degree felony-level offenses, even though they don't call it felony. And this is, uh, this is what we have to deal with. They put it at super high level, and they make it so draconian in its penalty that mere possession of a gun that would be legal just about everywhere else in, in, in America is illegal in new jersey and carries up to 10 years in state's prison and even worse it has a minimum mandatory three and a half three and a half years with no chance of parole it is really outrageous and new jersey defines an assault firearm by way of a law that had an unconstitutionally vague provision called substantially identical. And after litigation, this term substantially identical was determined to be regulated by an attorney general opinion that was promulgated that incorporated the 1994 Federal Crime Bill language, creating the, quote, offending features test. So this offending features test says that a a semi-automatic rifle in New Jersey that uses a detachable magazine can only have one offending feature. If it has more than one, it's an assault firearm. And the offending features include a pistol grip, a folding or telescoping stock, a bayonet mount, a threaded muzzle, a flash suppressor, or a grenade launcher. Yeah, grenade launcher. I'm going to go out grenade launching this weekend. should be fun. So anyway, this is the thing that they look at. And in this particular case, this individual had a an AR platform-type gun that he had purchased from a dealer in New Jersey that was New Jersey compliant. And this is a guy with no priors, total law-abiding guy, no problems ever before. He and his wife had had an argument. Police came, which is standard in Jersey, Take everything, take all the guns, even though there was no injury, no one wanted to pursue anything. It was not, didn't matter. They just do it, and sort it out later. And since one of the guns was this AR, they actually indicted him for possession of an assault firearm. I'm like, this, they bought it from a dealer, it's Jersey Compliance. So I went to the prosecutor. I said, look, this gun is Jersey legal. He bought it from a dealer. He had a firearms ID card to make the purchase. Law-abiding guy, never any priors, everything's fine and he should not be indicted, shouldn't be charged. This is wrong. And I said, you're going by the attorney general opinion, you're using the features. The stock on it was pinned. It had a M4 type, you know, telescoping stock, but it was Pinned and it was pinned even by the dealer. it was all done right, and then it had uh you know the uh it had a muzzle brake, not a flash suppressor, and it was that was pinned and welded on the uh, muzzle it was Jersey legal and you know what this prosecutor said this prosecutor said, Oh yes, we know that it's pinned, but it's quote not sufficiently pinned.' What? Where do you even get sufficiently pinned? That's not even anywhere. It's pinned. It shows the intent a hundred percent that it's fixed. And she's like, Oh no, it's not sufficient because it could be knocked out. It could be I go, You know, this is so absurd, it's beyond belief. I said, You're looking to ruin this man looking to ruin his career. Family with kids, ruin their lives put dad in jail for a minimum mandatory three and a half years over a gun that he legally purchased with a firearm's ID card that went through a dealer that was Jersey compliant because you're saying it isn't, quote, sufficiently pinned, even though it's pinned. And even if it didn't have any pin, because the stock could move two or three inches back and forth, That makes this gun intrinsically evil, and this man needs to be put in prison and have his life ruined for three and a half years. Are you about justice or not? And, you know, I guess it got to the prosecutor because they thought about it and maybe snapped them into reality that their agenda-driven bigoted hatefulness of gun owners needs to end and not be taken out on law-abiding citizens with legally acquired firearms. Because we were able to successfully resolve that case. But I'm just telling you, this is what we're up against in New Jersey. And it's spreading, and it's spreading through the states that do not respect our rights and this is why you have to pay attention to the horrible rotten states like Jersey and what they do and the attitude because this is what the anti-gunners want to impose on the entire United States they want this narrative and they want this agenda and you better wake up and realize and I know you may say to yourself well thank God I don't live in New Jersey and I can understand that sentiment But you still better know what's going on here because this is this is the beginning. This is the cancer first spotted. And that's what we gotta end and we gotta stop it. And we gotta have our frontline battles. That's where they're taking place in these bad states like New Jersey. You know, the states that have the well, New Jersey's up there with one of the number one states people are leaving that are fleeing, that are moving away from. What do you expect? Look at how our freedoms are treated. Look at how things are done here. You know, when when was the last time in, in Jersey we heard about somebody where they actually passed a gun law where law-abiding gun owners gained freedom? Law-abiding gun owners gained freedom freedom i don't know i can't even think of one when does this happen it doesn't because the agenda is always take 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 make it harder and harder and go after the law-abiding and ruin them and end the second amendment because somehow in their brain in their twisted mind they think that stopping people from having guns from owning guns from having any gun is somehow doing good but it isn't it's the opposite it's doing evil and they'll you'll see this come out when they do their so-called gun buybacks oh we've taken so many guns off the street oh really off the street you know it's really useless it has no impact on crime those things but what is the message that they're saying the message is saying how oh, every gun is a bad gun. It's a bad gun. Every gun. And by removing it, by getting it out of society, we're doing good because we're getting rid of guns. We make the item intrinsically bad. And therefore we focus on that. And not on the actual problem. Because that takes hard work. Not on actually going after crime and criminals. No, for that it's just the opposite. That runs rampant. Instead, we sell the public this false, look what great work we're doing, look what a great job we're doing, pat on the back, wow, what a great job, we got these guns off the street. It's laughable. Anyone of us that understands guns and what it's about knows it's a joke and it's laughable, yet they take themselves seriously and actually think they're accomplishing something? Please. We know that's not true at all. At all. And yet, this is pushed over and over and over again. And the problem is when good people get hurt. And that's really the biggest problem. Because otherwise, we could just laugh at it. But no, good people get hurt and our rights get harmed. And that's why we have to stay vigilant. We have to keep up this fight. And uh, it's, it's nonstop, it's nonstop, but it's there to be had, so we have to do it, and we will. And this is Evan Knappen reminding you that gun laws don't protect honest citizens from criminals, they protect criminals from honest citizens.
1: Gun Lawyer is a CounterThink Media production. The music used in this broadcast was managed by Cosmo Music, New York, New York. Reach us by emailing evan at gun.lawyer. The information and opinions in this broadcast do not constitute legal advice. Consult a licensed attorney in your state.